0: Let's get ready, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach uh, business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are watching for the first time, you don't know who I am. I'm Natalie Pear lewis I'm the host of the show, and I'm also the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So if you need help with things like contracts, registering your business, getting EIN numbers, getting DUNS numbers, hiring employees, basic brand protection strategies... Operating agreements, um, partnership agreements, contracts, whatever you need in terms of getting your business foundation together, I help you do that. How am I qualified to help you do that? I'm so happy that you lovely people asked me. Uh, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years counting. I have, um, started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Cause I am a big nerd and I just like talking to people about nerdy things. Okay. Um, if you would like to see how we can get work together to get your business foundation off the ground, uh, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm because there's a lot of interesting stuff over there. Again, that is linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. There, you're going to be able to um, book yourself a free 15 minute consultation if you're a first time client. You're going to be able to download my free business launch cheat sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. You will also be able to get my Duns number webinar. A lot of you people are a little bit past the startup phase of your business. And you're trying to branch out. And one of the things that you need when you branch out is a DUNS number, okay? Um, a DUNS number, it is, I call it your business passport. It is what will help you get your products into big box stores. It is what will help you land federal contracts. It is what will help you um, get lines of credit for your business. If you are in um, an iOS developer, so if you make apps for the Apple system, you need a DUNS number, okay? So there's a lot of reasons why you need a DUNS number. And I have a workshop Ready for you to tell you what you need, how you get ready, and you know how you how you use everything. Um, it is a video tutorial along with my money management for t- entrepreneurs ebook and my Duns number prep worksheet. So go pick that up at linktree forward slash mpl consulting firm. Okay. Um, as well, what else can you find there? Oh, so look, we in the time of the Rona, okay, and I know that the Rona has disrupted a lot of our plans. Especially in business, and a lot of you may not have had cancellation policies or refund policies in your contracts. So if you need to have your contracts revised to reflect um, the times and, you know, update your cancellation policies, your re- your um, refund policies, and also something called a force majeure clause. So if something totally out of left field comes like, you know, a, a global pandemic, you know, you are covered. I am doing contract review sessions for $75. So you can go to Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book that on today. All right. Um, But that is enough about me. Now, on to the point of the show. So, on the show, we uh, take uh, this is where we take stories from the news, or I take stories from the news, stories that y'all send to me. Yes, you can send me stories that you think I should talk about, stories that are emailed to me, stories that I find on social media. And I take the ones that I feel like have lessons we can learn as business owners. And we discuss them as a group, okay? Um, again, want to tell y'all on Facebook, um, there is a significant delay on Facebook. So if you kind of want to join the conversation in more real time so that there's not a delay between your responses and, you know, my questions, um, come join us over on Instagram at uh, NPL Consulting Firm. And uh, your your answers will come in a little bit more quicker. But if you want to stay on Facebook, that's cool too. Hi, King Me 22 Hey, girl, I've been seeing you. Um All right, so... Now that we've got the gist of the show, it is time to get ready. (laughs) Busy Peach said, come on over to IG. All right, so it is time to get ready. Yes, Brittany gave me a ready, and I didn't even have to ask, y'all. Hi, One True Empress. I haven't seen you in forever. Busy Peach said, we need company here. (laughs) One True Empress is in the house, y'all. One True Empress is one of the OGs of this show. She was on here like clockwork. All right? Okay, so let's get started, started, started. Um... First story that we are talking about, has anybody ever read the book The Great Gatsby? If you have read The Great Gatsby, or you know what The Great Gatsby is, give me a GG in the comments. Not GG for Gucci, but GG for Great Gatsby. If you know what The Great Gatsby is, give me a GG in the comments. I had to read The Great Gatsby in high school. I didn't particularly like the book, but you know, it's like a great American novel, and they made us read it. Leonardo DiCaprio, um... Thank you, One True Empress. He did the movie adaptation of it. Um, Yeah, so Great Gatsby is out here. Thank you, Busy Peach. Uh, Brittany knows what it is. Oh, you love that book? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't my theme. Anyway, so, anyway, for those of you who are Great Gatsby fans, or even if you're not a Great Gatsby fan, there is interesting news about the book The Great Gatsby. So if you didn't know, um, books are copyrighted and you should know that if you've watched this show. Okay. And a copyright typically lasts, um, when someone files for a copyright, it typically lasts for the life of the creator plus 70 years. So as long as I am alive, I get to say what happens with this, you know, with this thing. And then 70 years after my death, hi, sh- hey, you're over here. And then 70 years after my death, you still can't touch my stuff. Okay. So that is what copyright law does. It protects your work and says that, and it basically says that I'm the only one who can say what happens with this. But copyrights expire, and the Great Gatsby's copyright is about to expire in 2021. Now, what does that mean for the Great Gatsby? It means that other publishers, they can publish the Great Gatsby without getting permission. They can make movies without getting, movie adaptations without getting permission. They can write prequels, or write parodies. How many of y'all saw that movie Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? If you saw Pride, Prejudice and Zombies, give. Hi, Julesine Alvarez. If you saw Pride, Prejudice and Zombies, give me a Z in the comments. If you saw Pride, Prejudice and Zombies, give me a Z in the comments. Yes, the reason that Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies was able to come out is because the copyrights on The Great Gatsby, I mean, not The Great Gatsby, on Pride and Prejudice, the original novel, have expired. So people can go and, you know, kind of do crazy things with it, okay? Um, Now, if you think about it, the author of The Great Gatsby, he actually lived a long time ago, um, but... Uh, There is a special copyright law that I want you guys to know about. There is something called the Sonny Bono Copyright Extension Act. This was enacted, hey, in 1998, and it created an extension for works copyrighted before 1978. So if you copyrighted your book before 1978, this act that was passed in 1998, it doesn't just give you 70 years past the death of the author. It gives you 95 years. Hi, Sonny, to me. So, the author of The Great Gatsby, you know, his family has been handling his estate and controlling, you know, how the book gets out there. But um, as of 2021, The Great Gatsby is going to be, you know, a uh, f- fair game for anybody who wants to, you know, put their own spin on it. So... Why did I um bring this story? Oh, thank you. Why did I bring up this story to you guys? Because I want you to understand how strong copyrights are. No one has been able to do anything with the Great Gatsby without the express permission of of his estate, but in 2021, people are going to be able to do whatever they want, so you're probably going to see, you know, um, weird plays about The Great Gatsby, weird movies, uh, prequels, maybe they'll do something, you know, uh, how The Great Gatsby came to be. But that is how copyrights work. Once they expire, you can kind of just play with it however you want. But it is still important for you to get the copyright so that you can at least control what happens to it while you are alive and for a little bit after you pass, all right? So if you're a great Gatsby fan, no, they cannot renew it. Shop Best on the Yard. Um, Copyrights are not renewable. Once you get your copyright, it's yours and you get it for a certain amount of time, but then that's it, Okay. Uh, but yeah, so if you are a great Gatsby fan, uh, look out for some interesting great Gatsby derivations, uh, that come out. Yeah. Um, copyrights are, okay. So let's go back to copyrights. Copyrights basically say, Hey, I get to decide what happens with this work. Right. So let, hi, why, I'm I'm not sure how to say your name, but I'm going to say Weissendorf. I hope that's how I said it. Hello. Um, but yes, yeah, so a copyright says that you can control how something happens, right? But if I lived a hundred years ago and you know, you're trying to use my work a hundred years from after I pass, how are you gonna get my permission? Hi, phenomenal chefs. Um, right? So it Uh, Shop in the Yard said, that's interesting to know. So people can just sit around and wait for copyrights to expire so they can use the work. Basically, I mean, if you got 70 to 95 years to sit around, what about Shakespeare? Think about all of the plays, all of the books, all of the movies that are adaptations of Shakespeare. There are no copyrights for Shakespeare. You can do whatever you want with Shakespeare. Um, so I'm a Sons of Anarchy fan. And Sons of Anarchy is actually based on the Shakespeare play of Hamlet. Um so you know once copyrights expire people can just let their imaginations run wild all right so look out for the great gatsby all right um so <laughs> yes girl <laughs> yes um the, hold on. The whole early 2000s movie business was Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, remember, um, they had Romeo and Juliet, um, all this stuff. Shop Best on the art. said, I love Shakespeare adaptations. Busy Peach loves Sons of Anarchy, too. Yes, that was my show, even though they were racist. Juice, um, Juice was my boo. <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't really like the way that it ended, but whatever. It ain't my show. Uh, I've tried to get into the Mayans, but I just can't. Um, but anyway, let's, uh, move on to our next story. Are we good with, uh, Great Gatsby? Anybody got any other questions on Great Gatsby? Um, I didn't realize they were made for, yes, girl, they were made, because once the copyright expires, it's in the public domain. That's why think about when you, um, that's why you can get certain books online or audiobook without having to pay for it, because those books are in the public domain, all right? Yes. Okay. So that, yes, yes. Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. All right. So let's move on to our next story. All right. Um, if you guys looked in my stories today, I posted two pictures of some sneakers and I asked you if they were, um, shop best on the yard said, y'all will now see Shakespeare related cups because I love Shakespeare. Hey girl, to thine own self be true. Get yourself, uh, make yourself some Shakespeare cups. yes so let's move on to our next story next story we have has to do with Steve Madden Steve Madden has come up a few times in this show because Steve Madden likes to steal shoe designs not steal but you know because we know that in fashion trademarks on on you know things that you wear are very hard to get Steve Madden has um the company has made a career out of making affordable um replic, um, replications, (laughs) replications of, uh, higher end shoes. So there was a shoe, two shoes that I posted in my stories today. One was, um, a, a white dirty looking shoe with like a star on the side, um, and some, and hi X Kingsley and some jewels on the back. Um, and the other was kind of like these high top sneakers with stars and stuff. And I asked you guys, were they too close for comfort? And you guys said that, uh, for both of them that they were too close for comfort. Majority of you said they were too close for comfort. Okay. Um, so here's the thing: Steve Madden has made a um, a replica of these shoes from Golden Goose. The sho- excuse me, the shoes by Golden Goose. They are like these dirty looking white sneakers with some with some rhinestones on the back and they retail for $450, um, as well as being expensive, Golden Goose has trademarks for the design, um, and they make good money on these shoes, they brought in $290 million in 2019, and now, um, not Converse Busy Peach, they're, they're high tops, but they're not Converse, they're a brand called Golden Goose, um, So Golden Goose has these $450 sneakers that are ugly and look dirty. Hey, New Haitian. Um, And Steve Madden made, yes, girl, 200, well, not on the shoes, but just in general. The company grossed $290 million in 2019. These shoes were part of that, these $450 shoes. So now Steve Madden has come out with their own version of this bedazzled, dirty shoe for $115. Now Golden Goose has not filed suit against Steve Madden as of yet, but um, should they sue? I'm asking you guys, do you think that Golden Goose should sue? Those are dirty looking pricey shoes? <laughs> yes, they are, they are. Um, but do you think that Golden Goose should be should go after Steve Madden for copying their shoe? There are slight differences, but but I, when looking at them, it's very it would be very easy to mistake one for the other. Um, Golden Goose doesn't seem to be phased by this, um, but do you think that Golden Goose should go after Steve Madden for copying their shoe? And this wouldn't be the first time because Steve Madden is always getting sued for copying people's shoes. So what do you think should happen? Should, uh, Golden Goose be like, whatever, we made $200 million, $290 million last year, go on, make your knockoffs, we made our money already? Or should they go and stand on their trademark for the design and be like, what are you doing? What do you guys think? And tell me why. Don't just tell me yes or no. Tell me why. Um, Weissnerdorf said, if everyone else is suing them, why not sue? Um, Some people choose not to sue because it's not not, um, in their interest. It's not going to necessarily yield a lot. It's really hard to enforce trademarks in the fashion industry. Um, it, It also never stops Steve Madden. That's right. It, it it never it never does stop Steve Madden. it is it can be a deterrent. I remember there were these loafers that came out when I was in college. Everybody was supposed to have these loafers. um I think they were and you know you're a broke college student fifty dollars for a pair of shoes is a lot at least at the time it was a lot um, and I think that payless had like nineteen ninety nine knockoffs when I tell you I saw so many girls with these nineteen ninety nine knockoffs but um as far as I know. Uh, the originators of these loafers never shooed, never sued, <laughs> pay less. Um, but do you think that Golden Goose, this high end shoe, uh, designer that sells these shoes for $450 retail, should they go after Steve Madden for making these $115 and $15 knockoffs? Um, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Okay. Oh wow. Time is passing so fast. Uh, okay. Yes. Shop Best on the Yard thinks they should sue. I think they should too, because the thing is, if you have a trademark and you do not enforce it, you can lose your rights to your trademark. It can become diluted and then you don't have the the power. Um, yes, shop best in the yard because they have to protect their design. I love it. I love it. Y'all, y'all get it. Y'all get it. All right. Yes. Because you have to protect your design. So golden goose, y'all need to get on your, uh, you know, get on your P's and Q's, go file your lawsuit in the court and get Steve Madden to stop making these shoes. All right. Or at least try. Don't just let him take it. Okay. Um, quick break before we move on to our next story, which is very important, Uh, you are watching NPL Legal Disc. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I want to take a moment to say hi to my mama and hi to Celita who is watching too. Um, yes, this is where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. I am a licensed attorney who helps you get your startup started in the legal way. So if you need help with getting your business paperwork together, registering with the state, getting EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, um, contracts, hiring employees, basic brand protection strategies, uh, partnership agreements, operating agreements, I got you, all right? Especially right now in this season of cancellation and corona, um, I have a... um, if you need your contracts reviewed so that you can, you know, put in a cancellation or a refund policy or, you know, structure it better for yourself and your business, I am doing sessions for $75. So go to Linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm and book your contract review strategy session today. All right, let's move on to our next story. Um, this is a very fact, just, um, this is more of an update. So y'all know that, um, Corona is affecting everything, everything. I got a flight in a few weeks to go home and celebrate my parents' 40th anniversary, and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go, all right? And trademarks, copyright, uh, trademarks and patents, and copy, uh, well, trademarks and patents are not exempt. Uh, People, because people are getting sick, uh, they may not be able to respond timely to, Um, you know, things that they have to send into the USPTO office, right? So in light of the coronavirus, in light of COVID-19, the United States Patent and Trade Office has made some um, exceptions for you guys who who may not be able to make deadlines because of COVID-19 or coronavirus, okay? So the first thing that's happening is that if you have a patent application, okay, and because of the coronavirus, you are not able... To complete your application, you will be able to file a petition to um, to revive it once you have um, w- once you know everything has subsided. Now, keep in mind, you have to be personally affected by the coronavirus. You can't just say, "Well, you know, Corona was happening." Now, either somebody in your family has to have been affected and you were taking care of them, or maybe you came down with Corona yourself. You were bedridden, you couldn't do anything, so you need to be personally affected. But if your patent application gets uh, um, terminated or is considered abandoned because you could not address it because of coronavirus, because of a person, because you were personally affected by the coronavirus. You are going to be able to file a petition to revive. Okay. Second thing that is happening: um, the Patent and Trade Office is going to waive the fee for those of you who couldn't make um, the deadlines for trademarks because of the corona. So if you were told to, you know, send in your specimens for examination or, you know, to rebut this opposition and you're supposed to, you know, um, file and everything. But you couldn't because of the coronavirus, and your and your application was considered abandoned. You are they're going to waive the fee so that you can get your application restated. They understand that coronavirus is disrupting a lot of things. So those of you who may have applications in process, keep keep that in mind. Keep safe. We don't want you catching corona. We don't want you catching the rona. But if something happens to you because of the rona and you have patent and app, uh, patent and trademark applications. In play, and they get you know marked abandoned or terminated. You do have recourse, you're not just going to lose your money, okay. Um, the third update that I wanted to give you is that copyright fees, ladies and gentlemen, have gone up. It used to be $55 to file a copyright, it is now $65. Copyright price filing fees have gone up $10, so it is now going to cost you $65 to file your copyright, okay. So the three things that you need to know, patents and trademarks, you're going to be able to, you know, contest the abandonment or termination of your applications if you were personally affected by COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And the, and the third thing is copyright fees have gone up. Copyrights are now $65, Okay. We got that. If you got that, give me a thumbs up. I know I just laid a whole lot of information out, out at you. If you have questions, feel free to drop them in the box, okay? Do, 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 do. I'm going to give y'all a couple of minutes for those questions. While you do that, um, wanna, let me just give y'all a little pep, quick pep talk while we wait for the comments. Um, y'all, I know this is a difficult time, but we are going to get through it. Thank you for the thumbs up, guys. You know, things are a little crazy right now, but, you know, we are resilient people. This is the time to build. This is not the time to retreat, all right? So I want you guys, your dreams, your plans, keep working on them. If you, um, if you, you know, unfortunately have been laid off from work, this is the time to really lean into to those things that you have been thinking about starting. Use that beautiful brain of yours. You can, you can brainstorm. The mind is a beautiful thing. The human spirit is so resilient. So don't feel defeated in this time, all right? This is the time to come up, not fall down. All right. All right. Thank you all for the thumbs up. Uh, the last story that we are covering tonight with just enough time. How many of y'all like cognac? If you like cognac, give me a drink emoji. If any of you are cognac drinkers, give me a drink emoji. Okay. While you guys do that, um, if you didn't know, cognac is a French brandy. Um, and cognac is very particular. The French are very particular about their spirits. And for a, um, for an alcoholic drink to be called cognac, it has to be made in the cognac region of France, and it has to be made. Thank you, Wes Weissendorf. <laughs> you gave me two drinks. All right, and it has to be made in um, meeting and meet certain requirements to be considered an actual French cognac. Okay, um, now cognacs are. Uh, regulated by uh, a, a, an organization called the Bureau National Interprofessionnel du Cognac, okay? They are the organization that controls cognac around the world. And when I say control, I mean they sue everybody. I went on um, this website today and it showed me all of these trademarks with the word cognac that people have tried to file and they were all opposed to by this organization in France, okay. Um, some of the phrases that people tried to trademark were cognac and chill, rumiac and lipstick and cognac. And the Bureau National Interprofessionnel du Cognac said, no, 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 this is ours, okay. Yes, friend, I, Look, my family's Haitian. I took French for five years, okay. It's gonna come in handy. Um so here's the problem. This company called Innovation Brands, they are a wine and spirits importer, meaning they find wine and spirits from around the world and they bring them to the United States and they let y'all taste them, right? So you can buy them. They tried to trademark the word Cognador. So C O G N A D O. So it kind of looks like cognac, but it's Cognador, okay? <laughs> Busy P said Wee wee. Um, So they filed a trademark application for Cognador for spirits and wines. And of course, the Bureau said, no, no, girl, Um, we regulate what cognacs are. You cannot trademark this this word Cognador because we are in charge of all things cognac in the world. Remember, To be considered a cognac, it has to be made in a certain region of France, and it has to be made in a particular way. So you and your importing company can't just come here and try and trademark a word for a highly regulated alcoholic drink, okay? So, um, the the Bureau National Interprofessionnel du Cognac is is asserting their rights, they have trademarks all around the world, and they, and the French don't play about their liquor, the French are very particular about how people use their stuff, they actually have an organization that regulates the French language, and they don't, like, they hate it when slang comes into, comes into the French language, because they're like, no, this is not French, our French is pure, so the French are very particular, and they are very, um, they are very insistent about, uh, you know, uh, what do you, uh, what's that word? About exercising their rights over the things that, that they have control over. So um, if you are a fan of innovation um, brand spirits, uh, don't look for cognac from them anytime soon. <laughs> All right? Um, so those were the stories that I had for you tonight. I do have... I had one more, but I'm going to leave that for tomorrow because we are cutting close on time. Um, And I also, there was a picture associated with it that I forgot to put in the comments today. But if you guys have any questions, we got about two minutes before we close out. Drop your questions about the stories we covered about the great Gatsby, Steve Madden, the USPTO changes on the copyright fees, patent and trademark applications, or cognac, okay? Okay. As well, make sure that you go to the link in my bio, LinktreeForward forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That's where you're going to find all, wait, I hate, I missed the stories I sent. You can go back and watch them, girl. Um, make sure that you go check linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Download the free business launch cheat sheet to get your um, dream business started in seven days or less. Book your free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. Get the DUNS number workshop. If your business is up and running and you are ready to move on to the next step, you need a DUNS number. No bank is going to give you a line of credit without a DUNS number. No um, big box store is going to let you be a supplier for them without a DUNS number. No federal government agency is going to give you a contract without a DUNS number. So I have a whole video workshop that I did for you guys. So go pick it up at linktree forward slash mpl consulting firm. Okay, and also make sure that your contracts are up to date because things are canceling all the time. Make sure that your cancellation and refund policies are up to date. Book your contract review session now. Go to linktree forward slash mpl consulting firm. All right. So if y'all don't have any more questions, we are going to close out for the night. I want to say good night to my mom and dad. I want to say good night to all my family and friends who are watching. I want to say. Thank you to all of you guys who come and hang out with me on a nightly basis and you participate, your energy and, and your presence here are very much appreciated. This would be so much less fun without you. I remember when I was talking to nobody, y'all, I ain't had nobody in the room, all right? And we, got, we have like a nice little circle of people here. I'm very happy about that. But um, thank you again. We're going to be back here tomorrow. And since I'm working from home... Uh, you know, the, the show, you know, ain't going to be no late or anything. Sometimes I get, my schedule gets a little crazy, but now that I'm going to be working home for the foreseeable future, you know, our shows are going to be on and popping. All right. So have a good night, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Don't let this Rona drive you crazy. Um, take care of yourself. Drink your water, uh, wear gloves. Um, don't go to crowded places. Um, do what the CDC is telling you to do. I read a story today on CNN. Some man in Kentucky was diagnosed with uh, COVID-19 and he he released himself from the hospital against medical advice and was refusing to go home. And they had the National Guard posted outside his house to make sure he don't go nowhere. They are not playing about COVID-19. So if you feel sick, stay home. If you are not sick, still stay home if you can, all right? So have a good night and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.